Something very common is to have a summer project. For some of us, you know, many of the things that we cannot do throughout the year, we leave them for the summertime. And so we tend to make a list of things that we want to accomplish, you know, books that we want to read, things that we want to do, people that we want to visit. And especially with buildings, uh, I learned this, you know, especially at the Newman Center here at the church, it is a good time for renovation, for, you know, taking care of the building and maybe working on all those things that we cannot do throughout the year. And so once you leave and go back home, uh, we get to work on the Newman Center, for example, and restore all the things that need to be repaired. And I think it is fitting that, that as we approach summer, we also have a time for renewal and taking care of the church, not only of the building, but even more importantly, of each of our souls. God wants to renew the church. God wants to refresh the church. And it is fitting that we have a scheduled time every year when we pray for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit so that we can be renewed as a church. Because God renews the church by renewing its members. That's the way God does it. And so today's a feast not so much to think about how to bring God into the world, but to think more about how to bring God into our own lives, into the church. How can we be renewed, a true divine restoration of our souls? And Pentecost is that celebration. We celebrate today with a whole church that day, 50 days after the resurrection, when Jesus, after 33 years on this earth of teaching us how to live, he sent from the right hand side of the Father the promised Holy Spirit that he may dwell in us, in our hearts, and so that all his teachings, all the things that he said, we now may be able to live them out. The Holy Spirit is called the power from on high because He is the power of God dwelling in our hearts so that we may have the power to live the way that Christ is asking of us. We could say that Pentecost is that transition of going from imitation to configuration. It is an invitation to go inside, not just to imitate Christ on the outside, look at his life and a great example, but to let the Holy Spirit within us do the work of configuration. It is the celebration of going from imitation into living in Christ and letting the Holy Spirit do it in us. And that is the greatest call of the Holy Spirit on this Sunday. If there's one cry, one yell of the Holy Spirit on this day is let us go within our hearts once again. Let us restore interior life in us. Let us go back to the heart, to what God can do within us. Not so much our external life and what we need to do to imitate Christ. So I'd like to echo tonight that prayer of St. Augustine, he says almost like a cry, return to your heart 
Why go from yourselves and perish for your, from yourselves? Why go the ways of solitude? You go astray by wandering. Return. Where? To the Lord. It is quickly done. First return to your own heart. You have wandered abroad and exiled from yourself. You know not yourself, and yet you are asking, by whom were you made? And he says, he says once again, return. Return to your heart. So that is the cry of the Holy Spirit. Return to your heart. I'm doing a work of restoration in your life. I want to renew each one of you in this night. If we only open our hearts to the working of the Holy Spirit within us. And I think that as the Holy Spirit leads us into interior life, His work can, de can be described in three ways. There's three ways that the Holy Spirit works in our lives. And they all start with an R. Today is the last Mass, and so we're going to end in the right way, as we have worked throughout the whole year. So three R's of the Holy Spirit, so you can remember them. The Holy Spirit does a work of restoration, of renewal, and of release, releasing us. So the first R of the Holy Spirit leading us into interior life. The Holy Spirit rest restores us from brokenness. And all of these are taken from the sequence that we just heard. The sequence says, heal our wounds, our strength renew. On our dryness, pour thy dew. Wash the stains of guilt away. We all need restoration in our lives. We all need to be put back together. We are all broken to some extent. And that is the first work of the Holy Spirit, to restore us from that brokenness. Peter, as we read in the Gospel, he was the first one to need that restoration in his life. Didn't he? He denied the Lord three times. At the moment of the passion, at the moment of really showing your friendship, your love, your faithfulness, he denied the Lord three times. Even more, after saying that he would not deny him. And even more, after saying that before denying him, he would die for him. With all those promises, he went away and wasn't faithful to God in that moment. So he needed to be restored and Jesus comes into the room, and I imagine he looks at Peter in the first place. And he breathes on them. Receive the Holy Spirit. Sins are forgiven. The Holy Spirit comes to bring restoration into our lives. To put the pieces back together. The Holy Spirit is the only one who can restore that peace with God. The kind of peace that we lose when, like Peter, we say no to God. When at moments in our lives, because we all are unfaithful to Him. And we put that barrier, and that leaves a wound in our hearts. So maybe as we are coming to the end of the year, it would be good to, you know, recall all those moments. And ask the Lord, come and restore me in this night. Through the Holy Spirit. You know, there's a beautiful depiction of this 
and it is the young rich man who was invited by Jesus to follow him. Jesus invited him, come, sell all you have and follow me. And he went away sad because he had many possessions. And he clung more powerfully to those possessions than to the Lord. And that is always the outcome of saying no to God in our lives. He went away sad. We always go away in sadness from God. And so the Holy Spirit wants to restore that joy, that peace in our hearts. He wants to restore us from that brokenness. That is the first way in which he works in restoring our hearts. The second R is one of renewal of our faith. Again, the sequence prays, sweet refreshment here below. The Holy Spirit is that sweet refreshment for our souls. Our relationship with God needs a constant renewal. We need to be consistently renewed because this is a rela- about a relationship of love with Jesus Christ. And so we know how love needs to be renewed constantly. And so the Holy Spirit is the one who comes and does that work in us. The greatest enemy of our faith is custom. Getting used to things. Getting used to holy things. And what we call, we start going through the motions. We start doing all the right things to do. But our hearts depart from God. And so the Holy Spirit is the one who can come and renew our faith in this night. He comes and rekindles that first love, that fire in our hearts. Because we all have moments when we experienced a great intimacy with God. That He and I were so close. And the Holy Spirit wants to renew that relationship in our hearts. He wants to bring that first love back into our hearts. He's the one who brings almost that scent, that aroma of the first love back into our lives. There's a beautiful two chapters in the book of Revelation, chapters 2 and 3, that are called the letters of the Spirit to the churches, to seven churches. So they're really the letters of the Spirit speaking to all of us because we are the church. And in one of them, there's some words of the Spirit that are pretty harsh but also beautiful. The Holy Spirit says, I see all your works I see all your good deeds, but I hold one thing against you. You have lost your first love. You haven't been renewed in your faith. You are doing all the right things. But I'm speaking about that fire of our relationship. So the Holy Spirit is the only one who can come and renew our faith constantly. Because he does a work that no one else can do in this world. The Holy Spirit is the only one who can come into a soul and satisfy us wholly and completely, but at the same time leave us thirsty and hungry for more. He's the only one who does that, opposite to what happens with food, for example, in our lives. We eat food, we drink, and we are satisfied, and we don't want more. 
we are satisfied. The Holy Spirit is the only one who comes, and as he satisfies our souls, he also leaves us hungry and thirsty for more. And that's how he constantly renews the church and each one of us. Those who are led by the Spirit always want more. And the third work of the Holy Spirit in renewing our interior life is one of releasing us for service. The sequence again prays, in your, seven, in your sevenfold gift, descend. We are asking the Spirit to descend with seven gifts. The Holy Spirit has many gifts. So when we receive the Holy Spirit, we are released to serve the Lord in so many different ways. The Holy Spirit, we could say, He's like the water of the rain. The rain comes down to the earth and waters the whole earth. And then it springs up in different fruits, different flowers, different fruits, different trees, the same water, different fruits. So when the Holy Spirit comes into our lives, as we read in that second reading, many different gifts are released in our hearts and in our souls. Things that we didn't even know that we knew how to do, that we could do for God. Things that we never imagined before. When we say yes to the Spirit, He begins an amazing work in our souls for the service of others. Kellen, he was here at the 11 a.m. Mass with his family, and he did Alpha this year, and he was very new to, to the faith, and he was becoming Catholic, and so the time when Lent came, came around, we were proposing, if you remember that program, Mount 40, that many of you did, and so Kellen came, came to me and he said, you know, Father, this list is impossible for me. I cannot do this thing. So I'm asking if I, if, do you think that I can give up something different? And I said, yes, of course. What, what do you want to give up? And he said, I've been thinking and I want to give up this year saying no to God. And I said, Kellen, that's a great idea. I never heard of that, but that's a great idea. But you've done a mistake. You have told me. Now I'll put you to work. <laughs> so he finished Alpha, and then he found himself in the next Alpha team, and then playing the guitar for the music ministry of that retreat, and then giving testimony, and he's grown so much. He told me the other day, I never thought that I would speak about my faith in front of others. I never, I never knew that I would play guitar again and like Christian songs, other than other songs that he played very well. So that's what the Holy Spirit does in us. We say yes to Him and manifold gifts come about in our lives. So I want to invite all of us that we may long for the Holy Spirit in this day and ask anew for a new outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon each one of us. That if He comes, we can be completely restored you don't need to go into your summer break without the Holy Spirit. Things can be different. If the Holy Spirit comes into your heart, you will see amazing things happen, even during the summer break. The Holy Spirit comes to souls that are able to do two things. Those who desire and those who ask. If you desire in this night and if you ask, the Holy Spirit will come.
That is a new summer project for you, to ask for a true divine renovation in the spirit. We must not go as we are into the summer break. We should ask for the Holy Spirit to come into our hearts. So my prayer is that tonight you may open your heart to the Spirit because living in Christ is the best way of living so that you can be restored, so that you can be renewed, so that you can be released for a new service for God.